0: Hi and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye and strangely enough, and this is Strange Enough, I'm R. Neville Johnston.
1: And I'm Mary Phelan and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about the concept of the undermined. Every 30 days, change your mind.
0: Well, undermind is a new term to be introduced to understand our minds a little better. When you cannot figure out where you put your car keys, you put it there in your under mind. It was certainly not your conscious mind. So you undermine and it yourself. It wasn't your, and that's the truth also. And it wasn't your subconscious mind. It was a, a, a null space that we exist in. And uh, to understand that uh, self-defeating behaviorisms exist in the undermine. For example, leaving your, you know, habitually leaving your car keys, where you can say. Uh, I'll put my credit card down here, Mm -hmm. but then I'll forget it, and then you forget it. And that's your under mind forgetting it, but your conscious mind is going, you're leaving it (coughs) there, and you know that you're doing this. So the introduction of a new level in our consciousness and the idea that it can serve us well, actually.
1: Yeah, I like the idea of um, seeing that as opposed to the subconscious mind.
0: Well, the subconscious kind of mind, question. as we've said mm-hmm. so many times, is on our side. It is, uh, I believe you were defining it as the automatic pilot. It's
1: our autopilot. Well, what yeah. it, shall we do the mind, the right and then we can right into that? Let's do the mind,
0: and then we can do some other things as well. And uh, we have no idea what's going on here. Yes, so
1: um, I'm wondering if I could call people's attention to the... Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, okay. At any rate, this is the Mayan calendar for the day. And it is, uh, five cowac mm-hmm. and uh, that is the command of the storm. So you may have noticed a, uh, noticed a storm going on in your life today. Well, our point, as always, is that that storm is your idea, and would you please act like that and then be in charge of it instead of allowing it to uh, be in charge of you. Well,
1: today is being in charge of the thunder beam, yeah, the, the yeah. being the catalyst. Today is a very powerful day because it's tone five so it's a good day to to see that
0: well in the undermined as we are introducing you would think that the circumstances Mm -hmm. around us are dictating who it is we are when the truth of the matter is we are dictating the circumstances that are around us Mm -hmm. and uh, that is the way that works right to leave the undermined to become in charge of our mind uh, but to be aware of this trick we play on ourselves Part of which would be the idea of the universal well, edit, where you uh, have something to do, but you totally forget about doing it, and then it turns out the other people didn't do it either. So you're forgetting about it was a grace rather than an accident or something the matter with you.
1: I love the idea of looking at things in life as an edit, the mm-hmm. universe editing it rather than yeah. making a mistake. It's a v- really, really different way of seeing things. <clears throat> Mainly, it's helpful when people walk out of your life or if a circumstance leaves, or if you lose mm-hmm. a job, seeing it as the universe editing that out of your life for a very specific reason is a good idea.
0: And that is the undermined functioning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. not the subconscious, not the conscious, another layer of consciousness we're talking about. That is more in touch with the universe than we would be allowed to know.
1: Well, I, you know, you could also call that the physical consciousness or the body consciousness, because That's true. the body processes that the field around the body oh, yeah. processes information on 11 million bits per second, whereas mm-hmm. the brain is only 16 bits. Yeah. Uh, and so we know things with our physical body. It's Absolutely. stuff that uh, I yeah. teach in the psychic.
0: Any athlete would know this. You know, anybody that works with a computer, your you will your body will uh, know a particular process on the computer.
1: Well, um, there's the, the the memory of the body certainly, but there's also a a consciousness, um, and and so perhaps um, this could also be something that defines the undermine, is that there is a, a consciousness. The subconscious really is our autopilot and just takes information and acts on that information until you update the command. It will flawlessly act that out forever. Whereas what we're calling the undermine is something that has a consciousness and that's in, perha- in touch perhaps with our superconscious mind. Yes, and absolutely. It makes decisions based on what is good for us. Or yeah. what may be a bigger picture Without than our what our conscious mind is aware of in any given moment absolutely so looking at your life as really flowing in your direction
0: yeah very positive mm-hmm. way to see things as opposed to oh I'm so forgetful or why did I do that and uh, an easier understanding of the undermine is what we've said forever on this program everything that happens is on your side it is a matter of time before you recognize it as having been a blessing. Now, how much time that is, has to do with the amount of fear, doubt, worry, and guilt that you have in your matrix. And the more of the fear, doubt, worry, and guilt, the longer the time it takes for you to recognize it as a blessing. Mm -hmm. You can arbitrarily write it as a blessing even though you just shot your toe off. You can say, oh, what a blessing. Well, for one thing, I got a new pair of shoes out of the deal. I can tell you that right away, etc., so that it is possible to recognize ourselves as living in perpetual bliss, but we're trained only, and the only training we get on the planet is to look for the flaw in everything.
1: you know, in some ways, there's even a step um, outside of that, and that is, first something happens and then it's a matter of seeing the blessing within that then there's a matter of just seeing it as an event without it being good or bad and there is a value in seeing the benefit in it because if you don't look for it you'll never find it and everything has its joy but if we look at all events as being a neutral event and it's a matter of us spending our day and all of our energy with this pile of uh white marbles and black marbles, and one is, yes, I agree, that's a good, good thing, and this is a not-so-good thing, and we're in this evaluation mode all the time, and when we're judging and measuring, we're not happy. When we're experiencing, we really are happy, and so it's important to get out of that measurement, even if it's saying, okay, that's a good thing that happened to me today, and that's a bad thing that happened to me today.
0: Well, we've used up so many lifetimes. We've used up so many brains with this ridiculous paintbrush of painting a good and evil and good and evil and good and evil. And uh, ascribing it a neutral value doesn't sound like that's interesting at all. But another word for that would be being peaceful about it. Another word for that would be being in charge of it. Another word for that would be command of it instead well, think, of this relentless good and bad. Well,
1: I think what we're talking about, the, the place that would probably feel the most balanced to end up, is to be see it as a neutral event that's neither good nor bad in and of itself, and then become aware of it's our consciousness as it meets up with the consciousness of that event, places a value on it. And the placing of a value is not something that we set upon that event, but it's something that gives life within us as a response to it rather than an evaluation of it. So we're leaving an evaluation of an event being good or bad and replacing that with an experience of the event and it either feels fulfilling or or not and then we use that to base whether we walk toward it or not.
0: Well true and also the experiencing is the method by which we are evolving That's what I mean. Technically, then each event would Mm -hmm. feel expansive, even if it was disastrous, Mm -hmm. because it would be, well, that's that's my next step. That's the next thing I came here to do.
1: The most profound thing can happen to us. And if we don't Mm -hmm. choose to meet up with that and experience it on that level, it will mean nothing to us. So it's important to see that we bring the value to the situation. The situation doesn't have an inherent value in and of itself. And once you know that, that's when you really start taking command over your life in all areas.
0: Yeah. And the next step is to recognize recognize it as cyclic. It is the next cycle up, Mm -hmm. regardless of what it looks like. And believe me, we can paint some very dark pictures for events. It is still the next cycle up, Mm -hmm. no matter what that is. It is the next cycle up, and our doubt overwhelms us really rather consistently. So the idea of of not doubting is unheard of. We'd all know we were telepathic right away, and we'd all know it was all one thinking. We think it's divided into our individual brains, but it's really all one thinking, which is very confusing to us because we think, "Well, that was my thinking. Uh, that one was mine." <laughs> You know, rather than, you know, this idea of uh, thinking that it's us, but it's us. There's two different definitions of the word us. When I say thinking it was us, when it's really us. You got that? Hmm. We can go back if you don't get it.
1: Well, you know, a a way that, um, I'll admit I was a little lost with that, but.
0: When we say it's (laughs) us, meaning my individual, I, the ego, Mm -hmm. I, the ego, own this, Um, but it's really we, us.
1: Oh, no, no, yes, I understand.
0: So it's a we, us?
1: It's a we, less, us. A we, us. Well, one way, another way of the many multiple ways that our undermined speaks to us is through dreams. Mm -hmm. Not only our nighttime dreams, but our daydreams as well and events in our life. Something I was mentioning right before the show, that I really pay attention to the waking symbols in life. If Mm -hmm. I have a recurring pattern in the day, Mm -hmm. like uh, today there were several events where something was complete and then it looked like it was complete rather, and then it had to be redone again. Uh, And it's not that I was going, oh no, I have to redo this again. I saw the similarity, the pattern, and I took that as a message from my undermine or my higher self, whatever we would like to call it, and look for the messages in there. And our mm-hmm. dreams are brilliant for that as well as our waking symbols. But we'll take the call and then continue sure. that.
0: Hi, caller. What's your name, please?
2: It's Trish. Hi, Mary Neville. How hey.
0: are you? Hey. Welcome, good. welcome. How are you?
2: Good, good. I, wanted, I had a couple comments. I wanted to... Um, Thank you guys, because I was thinking about you today because of the fear, doubt, worry and guilt. those intervals are becoming much shorter in oh. my life. I'm like recognizing Excellent. things as blessings more, so I'm super excited about that. Yeah. Wonderful.: So that's a really good thing. Um, it's kind of funny, though I also noticed um, that can't really hit home this week because there's some, I have a, an event this weekend um, that I'm really excited about, but some old insecurities are coming out because it's something new for me. But it's um the good thing is that I'm realizing that it's one of my um lessons or in my incarnational contract or something. It's a it's very physical, like I have this insecurity about I think I have to look like a barbie doll or look a certain way or be a certain way. Well, but I gave up
0: looking like a barbie doll a long time ago.
2: <laughs> you look great Neville.
0: <laughs> well not bad. I think he
1: does look like a barbie
0: doll. Yeah, you ought to see him in wizened, person. A bearded <laughs> barbie doll.
3: But,
2: uh, Barbie's but it's, dad. It's, it's, uh, it's good because before I would have been you know a lot of um negative thinking but this week it's very short and it's like okay this is what it's all about tap on it or do EFT and move on
0: so there we go excellent what are you doing with all the extra time
2: oh uh, having fun thinking better positive thoughts and that's what
0: we're talking about
2: carpe diem you
1: know that's wonderful thank you well thank you so much for sharing that that's really wonderful we love to hear that It's always good to know that what we're saying here echoes out there and engages with people.
0: Feared out worry and guilt is not actual thinking. It really looks like it's thinking, and it really isn't. It just takes up space, and nothing gets accomplished. And once we gave up feared out worry and guilt, once your brain is no longer a generator of ghosts, what do you do with the brain? That's the whole thing and you can do really truly marvelous things
1: well i have seen firsthand just in the work that i do the so-called deconstruction that that one does to get at those pockets of guilt and fear and once they're removed everything in your life forward and, and and in other areas that you think are unrelated to that start changing and transforming and it was all due to healing that original feeling.
0: Yeah. And this is what we're, this is the potential of a human being, to my knowledge, hasn't been achieved yet. Well, Einstein, I think, made higher 60s, you know, percent of ability to achieve. Hmm. What a human being is capable of, but to my knowledge, nobody's actually made it. You know, what I... Uh, and I don't know if that will be in the next few thousand years that a human being actually does what a human being could do for the amount of fear, doubt, worry, and guilt that distracts us mm-hmm. from our potential all the time. Supposing you had uh, you know, 75 years of clarity without a single fear, doubt, worry, or guilt, where would you be in that 75th year? What would you have done? Well, I got the warp drive, let's see, and we've been to several planets in the neighborhood. And we're going to pack a picnic and we're going to go to uh, you know, 75 stars in that direction because I, I think there's a planet there that's worth noticing. Yeah? Stuff like that. What, what is the human potential? Because it has always been mitigated. We get brilliant nuggets, but it's a single item. It's a single peak rather than a consistent plateau. What would we do with the human, com- human potential? That would be a very interesting thing. And that would be a very interesting subject for people to call in with. What would you do with your potential? Because it is virtually limitless. <coughs> it is limitless, not Well, virtual.
1: potential means something that isn't. Um, it's something to aspire to. Potential can never be lived up to, or it would then be actuality and not a potential. All so right, well, it what it is you something do with your used to your kno- It is something used to n- let you know. I'm not... Yeah. Criticizing you at all, I was just expanding upon that. Yeah, yeah. It caused that thought to come. And perhaps our potential is something that reminds us that there is no limit, that the sky is endless, that Mm -hmm. our, our, our beingness never stops. And to me that's very encouraging. Yeah. And so to look at potential like that, rather than being something that's another room, that you're bad and wrong if you don't go over there and stand, if you don't achieve it in your lifetime. And it allows you to be in the fullness of the moment and see potential a little bit differently.
0: I'd be curious to know what people might think about what po- uh, human potential <clears throat> actually looks like. What could that actually be?
1: It could be anything. That's the nature of potential, mm-hmm. is whatever you can dream of, it's there.
0: Oh, I've been <clears throat> playing a game with myself for three or four months now. Uh, as we had spoken some shows ago, um, that's This is the beginning of the 21st century. And if we look at the beginning of the 20th century, the automobile had been invented, the radio had been invented, the telephone had been invented. And by the end of the century, we had the internet. Okay. So then what, which would be inconceivable from the point of view, I mean television wasn't invented at the turn of the century. And the internet would be inconceivable to a mind existing in 1910. You're kidding me. You can send pictures through the air. You can individually get information by your request, through the air, on a box that is about the size of a book.
1: Well, that's pretty outdated now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And um, although they do have books on the internet, but that aside, what might might 3010 look like? Did I do it right? Oh, 2210. Yeah. Where are we? 20, <laughs> what, what's today's 2010? Okay, 2110. So 2110. What what would be unfolding in 2110? Maybe what
1: we'll be back to really being in touch with the land and s- taking one day at a time because we will have gone so far to the extreme of data overload mm-hmm. that we're, again, looking at flowers and and. Preserving the earth with I sacred I can't look love. at that
0: flower. There's too much data in that flower. I can well, see I'm that. Well, I'm telling you,
1: maybe this mm-hmm. is something mm-hmm. that we really will get to. I see the trajectory coming back home. Yeah. With all of us oh, becoming more and sense. more aware. Do, do you guys remember when we were little, people would throw trash on the ground. Uh, you go to a bus stop and there's trash everywhere. And now, there, it, it's really unusual to see trash laying anywhere Mm -hmm. people have a different consciousness it may look like the world's falling apart but it's not it's coming back together it's just you're taking a snapshot of right now instead of seeing the movement and the trajectory of life and so that's something good to support Mm -hmm. and um, i know that because of a lot of uh, volcanoes earthquakes and things like that happening People are thinking, oh, this is a sign, a negative sign, look at it as a wonderful sign and let's let's give what we're looking to create the value there.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. We have a call. Hi, caller, what's your name please? Margie. Margie, what can we do for you?
4: Okay. My question is, I know someone who's a very positive person and she's seemingly, you know, nice and very caring and compassionate. But then on another level, she's the polar opposite sometimes. She just, like, in the same exact sentence, she'd ask me something very positive, and I'd give an uplifting response. And then she asks the same question, but in reverse, but very negative. Yeah. And it's almost like and, and like the last three weeks I'm on this, you know, you talked about limiting fear, doubt, worry, you know, and somehow I had an aha moment, and I've been doing that, and everyone's like, why are you so happy? Well, I'm recognizing these things. So it's like she's throwing darts at me and I'm just sort of like going, Wait a minute, why would you and I so today I asked her why would you ask me such a negative question? You just got and done asking me. Like she's like, How's work? And I'm like, I love work. It's so wonderful. I love it. I'm so happy And she's like, Oh, but it must be And then it's like this doom and gloom and and I'm kind of just trying to understand like why would somebody
1: Well, I think a lot of people feel very safe in that kind of, um, let's say, a pessimistic view. It's been my observation that people are far more comfortable with terrible stuff now, with the promise of something wonderful, than to have wonderful things, and then have the fear of losing it. And I have also observed that we, as human beings, on on certain vibrational levels, find it easier to, to unite against something than to unite for something so unless there's an enemy the enemy becomes the uniting factor which is what I think is behind a lot of the dynamics in the war situations that have been going on in our lifetime and that happiness I, I wanted to get some bumper stickers printed up that says legalize happiness somebody sent me some because we really think happiness is dangerous and when you get happy you could be threatening her because happiness Is boundless. Misery is this tiny little room that we can feel safe within. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, you do, Marge, you do recognize that this person doing this is your idea.
4: No, I don't. I know. Okay.
0: Now, the reason that it's your idea is that you're not comfortable with being, forgive me, this has nothing to do with you. It's reference to what Mary was saying. It's the idea that we aren't okay with being okay. We aren't, therefore we get other people to play roles around us so that we can buffer up against it, losing life force in this process. You're with me? Yeah,
4: so really it's like I'm a mirror, or she's a mirror.
0: Yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. now you were saying, and so clearly, and this is so brilliant in your mind, the fear, doubt, worry, and guilt is a tricky, is a worthy opponent. In that it will disguise itself around us. See what I'm saying? Yes. So then, if we, when as we are clearing, then this is not attractive. This is not the magnetic field actually changes in the person, so that you don't draw the negativity. But to get to that point, we we could start with recognizing that. Everything that happened in our life is our idea. So the question is not so much, why is this sad sack attempting to suck the life out of me? And that's what's going on on one level. It's why do I have the idea that I'm not allowed to just be absolutely free? Why am I not allowed to just set myself free? And then if someone wants to edit me, I think they're funny rather than a soul-sucking vampire-esque individual—that's uh, you know or in the sad game. Sad sack as a tour. Yeah, sad sack. Whatever word you want for this other individual that that feeds off of life force, namely yours, because you're happy and near them. So then, if you are truly clear, there's nothing to attract that person to you. And if they do show up, they come with a major neon sign saying "Entertainment. I'm your entertainment for the day." and i'm going to be sucking your life Uh, you know like the waiter i'll be your life sucker this evening oh well thank you sit down i had a horrible day yes you did and i think you're going to die from it (laughs) and and why don't you curl up and go away there's
1: also a a place that you can get to with that where you rise above it or you let that go through your zone of silence and it Mm -hmm. gets transmuted and what you see is it's really their fear Anything like that is is some—it's somebody coming from their fear, yeah. the fear of happiness. Mm-hmm. And so it, when it comes into your field, you take the message from it for you, and you also see what they're clearly saying now. And you can go at that, you can approach that with deep compassion and not participate by saying that's their thing, yeah. um, and, and I'm not going to take it on. And I've also seen that as I'm making big changes in my life, Sometimes that will revisit as if to say, you're really sure, you're really sure now, look, let's, let's look at this angle. Are you, are, you, uh, are you getting your grounding and your centering in this angle, sort of the spiritual Aikido, mm-hmm. and everybody yeah. is your sparring partner?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that is the process of the martyr. This person is playing the role of the martyr. They're sucking life out of everyone around them. See, I just don't know that I just People wanted to... Okay. Yeah, as well, long as... I wanted as to say go ahead. after you're done. Yeah, no, go ahead.
1: Continue your sucking life force thing.
0: When a person plays the role of the martyr, you can defeat them instantaneously by asking them what they will do about it. The entire role of the martyr is played by someone who wants to get you... To solve their problems for them. Mm-hmm, I agree. So the technique is to say, uh, What will you be doing about this? Uh, the more they complain, the more you ask, What will you do about it? Yeah, that's
1: it? that. definitely a good response to the Ah, oh, poor me, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think that that one way to gain power over that situation, uh, if, if that's a person's choice, is to see them as a life. <laughs> Sucker, sad sack, yes. whatever you call them. Soul sucking. Just of another individual. approach. Can see them as someone that's really afraid. Yeah. And that whenever someone's afraid and they walk into another person's fear field and we have fear in our field, they'll vibrate. They'll go, ooh, like soul sisters and jump up and arc like a light bulb and create a light bulb of misery or fear um, that that lights the room that these two beings are sitting within. We cannot allow that arc to happen by recognizing that's a fear. It's triggering a fear within me. Let me love my fear away. Let me deal with my fear without arcing with this other person. And it can really stop a chain reaction. Just many multiple ways of dealing with things. We're in charge of it. In any moment. Well, thank you. That was a great call. Thank you. That was excellent.
4: very, very helpful. And I'll go back and listen later on the Internet.
1: Great. Well, oh, thank good. you. Great yeah. call. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate those yeah,
0: calls. Uh, just briefly forward to uh, 2110, uh, where it occurred to me after about six weeks or something of thinking about what would, be, what would be, have developed in the 21st century and be in its infancy right around the uh, moment of the change of our next century, and the word teleportation came through. And so like the television, they, they'll they be at the point, if they aren't already, where teleportation of inanimate objects could be done. You know, I can send a, uh, a block of uh, gold, say, from here to there with, you know, a, a couple square miles of equipment. And then by about 2135, you'll be able to do it with something that is handheld, you know, Oh, the elephant, ding, ding. <laughs> you know, like that. Just that's what came to me. I've well, been asking then, myself that. And
1: you know. then, in the year twenty-five, twenty-five. Yeah. If man is still, still alive, alive. Yeah, I think we can. If woman can survive. Well, I think that that's very likely, and they have something now uh-huh. where people can talk. It's like Skype, where you can video talk, but that you can um, wear this bodysuit or something, and it has a sensation of shaking hands or hugging each oh, other yeah, and I things so, like that. Yeah,
0: yeah. We have a call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please?
4: My name is Linda.
0: Hey, Linda. Hey, what can Linda. we do for
4: you? Uh, you were talking about soul-sucking. What if the soul-sucker is you? Yeah. But something happened in my in in my life recently that, uh, that's just torn me apart, and I don't feel like doing much of anything.
0: Well, it's good well, of I'm, just, to call. I'm just sort
4: of bummed. Uh, yeah. It seems well, like everything just sort of n- knocked the stuffing out of me.
3: Okay. Well,
1: that's always a really good opportunity to build a new structure, to take yeah. something away. Go ahead and let the what has been demolished, go ahead and call for some trucks to haul it away because now you've got this brilliant new foundation to build something that honors you more. Did yeah. you want to talk about what, what happened? Maybe if we could give I you some insight. Yeah. Well, Mary, I'd rather not do it on the phone. That's uh, fine. Call um, me later or come to the um, restaurant. I know Neville has something he wanted to say, too, before, sure. before you go.
0: Well, I was saying the technique here is always to ask the person what they will do about it, which is essentially what's, what's going on. Because regardless, you know, as we said earlier in the program, the distance between the event and your recognition of it as a blessing, that distance is what we're talking about. Because I guarantee you, 25 years from now, if you can remember what that event was, it will be logged in there as a blessing, unless you just keep the language alive and insist that that was a horrible event. But you'll see you know, the, the automobile accident. Oh, no, that, well, that was a blessing. We got a new car. We got this. We got that. You know, the, Linda, are you there?
4: Yes, I am.
0: Yeah. So go forward in time the place that you can recognize this as a blessing even though it looks like a tragedy now
4: uh, thank you every, uh, everything uh, every, everything went well uh, the, the the child is physically okay
1: in fact yeah. Yeah, she's back to work and uh, so, I look forward to talking to you and Mary yeah. Okay, Linda give me a I'll call in my cell after the show and, or come and to the talk.
0: restaurant if you can get out
1: Uh, Well, I'll see. Okay. Okay, but either way, call me, okay? Okay. Yeah,
0: thanks 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 for for calling. calling. Yeah, it's greatly appreciated. Let me do this. Uh, Years and years ago, we did the word try. We had a student call and said, I'll try to be a class, and I replied, we'll try to have the class, and they were immediately pissed off and then came to everything that we offered for six months in a row. Okay, and then now it's suddenly become popular, um, do or do not, there is no try, Yoda's quote, which, as we said, we've been teaching for years. Try is a word of excuse. It's not a word that's worthy of repeating uh, because it takes your power from you. It's a word of excuse and therefore of no regard. Now, for years, I've been teaching the galactic history lesson, and I have an intergalactic joke and the intergalactic joke is, two aliens walk into a bar. And the first alien says, what is? And the other alien says, I am. I'll wait for the laughter. I've been waiting 10 years, but I'm certain it will come. Now, I can explain this a little more clearly. I'm glad I w- you're certain. I am. And I will explain the quote is be or be not there is no do I like that yeah and if you're going to quote that please mention telepathic TV in your process of quoting it because it is the truth and it is wisdom per se and you have you can say that I've led a life or I've done this and I've done that and you can use the word do and done until you collapse from it but all you've ever done was be now finally having achieved a certain amount of age on this planet, I have for years now been warming up to the idea of being and not doing, and I understand that I've never done anything. What I have done is decided, and then whatever I decided happened through an automatic universe. So we don't ever actually do anything we just be we be our decision we be our decision and did it happen. it do it be this is the way this works so be or be not now that's a trick expression Shakespeare to be or not to be was a trick question there it is not possible not to be even though I'm putting it in the quote, be or be not, you cannot be not. Nobody's ever been not. You can't do it. No one's, you won't be doing it. Well, no one's if ever they done do, it.
1: then they can't be. So there can be a be not by virtue of that explanation.
0: Okay, I'll have to think about that because I was really yeah. certain. That I made sense, didn't
1: you? Other computer geeks in here? Be if or be not. You said you either are being or or doing, you can't be and do at the same time, so then there must exist a be-not while you're doing. You said it, not me.
0: I have lost my thread, so I'll be okay with that. that you said there be was
1: no be-not. And I was saying, well, perhaps there is a be if you're doing.
0: All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I think it so makes sense. So that would be. Yeah, it does. I, I'm uh, not. That would be. am not the
1: a evil villain in in the story of people's lives here. I just was making no, a comment no, on what you're saying. No. I
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I believe All we right. have a call.
0: Hi, caller. What's your name, please? No. No caller. No. Okay. Okay. That would be a no yoga. collar
1: or no collar?
0: Depends on where like you're from. A collar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that, that was too. the
0: quote from Yoda, so that would be a Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think it, it is a very interesting thing because, you know, that expression, you're a human being, not a human doing. Yes. And I really do like that idea, and I think it's something well, that... that is wisdom. The, huh?
0: The idea that you be the idea that you do not do is wisdom. That's the the whole point of getting to this age is to recognize it's not doing anything. Yeah. It's just being.
1: Well, I I think uh, what I was beginning to say there was uh, I think that that is something that people have a little, find a little more challenging to grasp, the idea of just being. Now we're very versed in doing. Even people approach their meditation from a stance of doing, of doing. Yeah. and which is okay. I mean, it's not a criticism at all. It's mm-hmm. just that's a really good, interesting thing. It's like, what does being feel like? And that could be something that people would like to get in touch with, yeah. just being.
0: Being? What do and you so do with it? So we can
1: say these words to not do something, just be it and all that. But until we really connect with it, I think it remains a c- conceptual thing. So perhaps you could offer some insight into what it feels like to just be, or perhaps a few steps to get to that place for some of our viewers that have never well, don't know what we're saying when we say get that. Get
0: over the idea that you have to do anything. Have to is a bully speaking to you. You do not have to do anything. But I'll starve. But I'll die. But I'll be consumed by we uh, What will I, you know, I have to do in order to define being? Well, I think It's that's the other f- way around. You have to be in order to define doing. In other words, if you are being and you are doing something, that is a conscious version of doing rather than the unconscious version of doing since we're introducing the undermined and that is the process by which we are shifted out of bliss into agony by virtue of uh, doing if you are being and you're doing something it's in a different place yes i agree you're doing
1: i agree and and what i'm suggesting uh, because i've heard this question over the years and i feel like there could be people out there listening now sure that are saying okay that sounds great but i'm going to wake up tomorrow and i've got work and I've got the beltway to travel around and I've got the kids to pick up and then take to Boy Scouts and I have to do all these things. If I don't do them, then I will eventually lose my job. My son will be sitting at Boy Scouts waiting for me to pick him up. So logically, now spiritually and energetically, that sounds right and it makes sense within our heart. But perhaps we could do a show on giving people assistance and techniques and how they can approach it from a doing, uh, from a being rather than a doing. Yeah. Because uh, personally for me, when I was going through my growth, I, I found a lot of those places where there was a gap between uh, my spiritual understanding of it and then the physical walking around of it. So perhaps Well, we'll the distance
0: experience. between being and doing is what we are talking about. If you are being, you can do anything While you're being, and it won't be doing; it'll be being.
1: No, that that is an understandable thing. I think what I am attempting to get across, and perhaps we can just drop it now, is uh, the steps to take. Like to for somebody watching out there that doesn't really know what being feels like, how do they get in touch with that? What part of their existence does that being? Meditation. Meditation. Uh, being, performing some artistic thing, a hobby.
0: One has moments of being all day long. They are just not definable. They are not recognized. They right. Are not That's what
1: I'm looking to do is to help people recognize their moments of being.
0: Okay. Stuck in traffic is absolutely the perfect place to recognize being mm-hmm. because you are still doing. You are still driving, but the car has stopped. hmm you are doing the driving you are not being well
1: you know what perhaps this is a an example of that that very thing one time I was driving in traffic and I was in a quote-unquote hurry to get to my destination And I got off the main road that was congested and I went a back way and that became congested and I was stopped and I thought okay if I look at that as something on my side then there's something here in this stop traffic for me And once I see it, then I'll start going again. And I looked around, and there was this beautiful azalea bush over to my left that was a color, like an orangish-red color I'd never seen before. It was so alive. It was like vitamins for my eyes as I looked at that. And when I fully acknowledged that and was present with it, remember, it's what we bring to the moment, not what the moment is valued at, that the traffic started moving once I got that. And that could be an example of looking for beingness within your life, too.
0: Yeah, we assign everything of value. We think that fun is money. Fun is a red sports car. Fun is a trip to Las Vegas. When it is actually us, it's not the trip, it's not the car, it's not the money, it's us. We assign everything of value, and we assign it arbitrarily. Because, um, let's say, a uh, 57 miniature T-Bird in bright pink would be the hottest car imaginable. Oh no that's a chick car I don't want to be seen in that so we arbitrarily assign value to things arbitrarily I could equally say wow a 57 miniature Thunderbird that is the hottest car in the world I I could be totally happy in that driving everywhere all the time or I could so we arbitrarily assign value to everything and we've been trained to assign really poor values
1: Well, and then the next step beyond assigning a value is to create an experience with it um, that's not measured, and that's beingness, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also, another next step after that is the recognition of it as part of cycles, Mm -hmm. the way I understand it. You Mm -hmm. know, so if that's... Well, we're going
1: into the deep undermine tonight.
0: Yeah, well, we had intended to introduce the term, so there it is. What's the undermine? Somebody call in and tell us. And then we've done a good job of getting the next vocabulary word human race. Oh, out we've done a good human job, race.
1: even if that one calls in.
0: Yeah. Hmm?
1: Is it duck time?
0: Uh, I believe we're ducking in.
1: Uh, Jean is our duck, duck, duck
0: dangler time. this evening. It's
1: duck time. there will just be a moment, a moment in time.
0: A moment so in we duck. Got,
1: well, I think that... Um, Oh, well, you are doing a face reading kinesics workshop this weekend. I am. If people All are right. interested, do call or, f- yeah. or email or something. Because we
0: want well. to um, That, ca- that convert also convert inclu- this into a disc so that we can.
1: That, uh, um, that also includes um, facial expression, mic- micro expressions.
0: Yes, reading well. kinesics. Okay, there, are we ready for the duck? Is, there is no place I think people that are that just playing You them. are not communicating at play. all. Yeah, there is no place in your life that you are not absolutely communicating everything that's going on in you. It's a matter of the eyes to see it and a matter of the mind to interpret it. So you can indeed literally read people regardless of how much they think they're playing poker. Regardless of anything else about it.
1: Okay. I think I, the
0: duck has a lung condition this evening. That's a little in studio humor because it probably didn't pick that up on mic. Oh,
1: I think that got picked up on There's this our beautiful friend LeJanne, who's a wonderful musician. If anybody's ever looking for someone to play music with, I got beauty. And beauty is defining exactly what I was talking about earlier it brings it's what you bring to the the situation what is going on please
0: ducks have gotten into the audio system
1: yeah well it's what you bring to the experience what experience you have with something that creates its beauty and what word did you get
0: compassion and also it's the the experience that we have from whatever it is that happens, our experience of it
1: is our choice.
0: Yes, and arbitrarily assigned, once we totally look at how much our choice is, mm-hmm. as in whether or not the T-Bird was a desirable or an undesirable car, as the example of what is fun. Fun, but, fun, fun. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And um, Do we have you'll a be call? doing readings. Yeah. Oh, I guess no. not okay
1: so i guess we can talk
0: we have um let's see what else what do you want to talk a little kinesics
1: yeah a little bit more about that because i'm sure people haven't really heard that term before and it's pretty interesting
0: yeah i thought it was such a rare term apparently it's from the 70s kinesics. yeah which is the study of everything there is about the person which would include jewelry clothing movements i understand yeah and To be able to teach this, okay, is uh, if you watch the program Psych, the guy Psych is actually a master kinesics kinesics person. He just reads everything all the time. And we have our call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please?
4: Hi, Neville. Hi, Mary. This is Carrie.
1: Oh, hi, Carrie. Hey. Good to hear from you. you.
4: Yeah, good to have you tonight as well. From
1: home. Ah, what can we do for you?
4: I want to see if you can uh, have a reading for me.
1: Oh, most happy to. Okay. Okay, the first card, the Breakthrough. Breakthrough is a wonderful card. I love to see this come up because it means that there are great changes uh, going on and that the power within is stronger than the force without, and so the force without just crumbles, and all of us are that way. And that maybe something has happened recently where you did stand up for yourself or draw a line, and now you're rethinking it or second-guessing yourself. And second-guessing yourself really doesn't serve. Um, If you make a decision, it's important to back it 100%. Always learn from it. But but back your own decision, because and, and these two cards are perfect for that. If you're second guessing a boundary that you put forth, it might mean that you're compromising in areas out of that guilt, and that's not really what's the best thing for you.
0: Or feared out worry and at least people are able to repeat this.
1: Well, we've been both of us have taught that for how many years? Thousands. Now? Ten years? Eleven years? Something yeah. Like that. One of the first shows we did together were on those topics of fear. And, and this is saying, don't, don't feel guilty, don't second guess yourself, just move forward with what your decisions have been recently. Okay, yeah. thank you, Carrie, and we have another call?
0: Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hi, I'm Sophia. Sophia, what can we do for you?
1: I first of all, I love
4: your show. Thank, thank you. you. You guys are doing a great job, and yes, I would also love a
1: reading. I'd be most happy to. Yeah, okay. Alrighty, the first card, healing. Well, there is a lot of healing going on in your life, and I feel that you bring a lot of healing to other people as well. And it may look as if sometimes things get dumped in your lap, but it's really because you have that energy around you to to heal things. But watch out that it doesn't become this burden on your back where okay, I am good at this, people do give this to me, that must be my responsibility to take care of it. This guy walking up the hill has totally forgotten that he's got this burden of somebody else's belief system that he's carrying around. And it's really time to examine your beliefs. And you can do that by examining your motives as to why you do things. This totality card talks about pulling the body, mind, and spirit and letting them all work together in unison and finishing up things and crossing them off your, off your list. Look at what you've got going on in your life right now and say, how much of it really is me and how much I've got on that list because I feel guilty or feel like I have to take on other people's stuff. And you're gonna really lighten your load and it will be a lot more enjoyable beingness then.
2: Yeah, okay, and we, and we have, have another, another
0: call. call. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Uh, Lee. Marilyn. Hi. Okay. What Hi. Can, what can well, we do I'll, for you?
4: Well, I, I'd like a reading, but I'd like to just tell you that I've, been, uh, I've never seen you before live, and I'm watching you tonight, and it's so exciting because I've listened to all your um,
1: uh, shows on my iPod. I've never oh. seen you guys.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, this thank you. This so is what we look like. Who th- th- yeah. Known? Well, yeah. thank you
1: so much for calling in yes. and watching us live. How wonderful. It's great I'm to hear yeah. you. I'm a
0: reincarnate Gibbon.
1: <laughs> I'm
4: up in Vermont, oh. so I found oh. you on iTunes, and so oh. I'm loving yourself. Well, your I'm show. so
1: glad, and I'm so mm-hmm. happy that you called yes. me tonight.
0: Do people ask for syrup? Look at the
1: oh, Vermont syrup. I love. I love. Yes, Vermont I love syrup. New <laughs> I'd love to go there. <laughs> well, the first card I drew for you was a card that we just drew recently. Um, I think two readings last ago, or moment? was it last time? The breakthrough card, yeah. and it, it is speaking of personal power. And that maybe there had been some boundary issues in your past, and you said, okay, enough is enough. And that's why we create enough is enough situations, is so that we have that extra oomph to really draw that line. Mm -hmm. And once you did that, and, and I feel like you were drawing boundary issues for your own spiritual development, too. And you've got a lot of guidance around you in the form of your spirit guides and angels, but also how they act out in your life, perhaps leading you to the the podcast, telepathic TV podcast, or to uh, this book or that book. And what you'll find is that there's so many synchronicities going on right now, and you're intersecting and meeting with people that you've met in other lifetimes, and they're reminding you of yourself and everything that you run across. This awareness card, it looked if you read some of uh, Freud's early works about the, the stuff that lurks within our subconscious mind, it's not true. There's wonderful things to explore within us, and you're really learning that. And your awareness is growing stronger and um, just going to spread out like flower, like those dandelions, mm-hmm. That's what I saw. Well,
0: yeah. thank you. It was wow. lovely to hear from you. Yeah, Thank you. And uh, just for people listening on um, iPod, we are live on... Thursday, Internet, Thursday night at 8.30.
1: And you can call 571-749-1166. And, uh, okay, shall we take one more call real quick?
0: Yeah, okay. and just uh, on go. telepathictv.com. Mm-hmm. Go to
1: telepathictv.com
0: mm-hmm. if you're listening on okay. iPod. Hi caller what's your name please
4: hi this is Christy Colleen how are you hi, hey Christy great calling. how are you Mary great it's wonderful great. to hear from you oh it's great to see you all. I hope to um, make it in and uh, see you guys in person again sometime soon Excellent. well
0: hurry up okay we got three <laughs> <minutes>. <laughs>
1: um,
4: I think I may have had my question answered through somebody else's reading that does that happen sometimes o- yes Always.
1: often okay Always.
4: well um, it had uh, something to do where A situation in my life where I was going through, I felt absolutely compelled to go through it, be drawn to it and go through it. Meanwhile, I kind of knew the outcome, or not knew the outcome, but there were just bad indications throughout the the whole thing. So... um,
1: Well, I think that there's always something to be learned and I went ahead and pulled some cards for you as well, just maybe to get another angle of insight. I appreciate that. Sure and it is the thunderbolt card which speaks of we sometimes clear that playing field with a bolt of lightning and other times we do it gently one little brick at a time and there's a reason for each thing and there's something about you exercising your power and your and i know control in certain circumstances but your life force and making things your decision and healing things on your terms It reminds me of if a bone sets in properly and somebody will break it and reset it correctly, it's like some kind of an old belief that you had. It's saying, okay, I've got to really, um, I know I used this word earlier, but deconstruct, trace it back, reverse engineering back to the source and find what that thought or that belief is that's keeping me from doing what I really wish to do with my life. And so I think it's uh, really wonderful the blessings that you've seen in it and blessings that are yet to come from it. So, thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, lovely. Yes. And uh, this coming weekend, it's your two-day face reading kinesics, and then Mm -hmm. the following weekend, we've got Sekim and Master Healing, which I highly recommend. It's a series of classes where we teach all different types of uh, techniques on using the Sekim energy Yeah. and uh, lots of stuff. And if
0: you can possibly come this weekend, do as it is uncertain if this is offered in the future, because I'll just uh, well, do it another four, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah.
1: Well, great. Well.
0: And come join us at uh, Ruby Tuesdays, and don't forget to roll your R as in Ruby Tuesdays. In Fairfax and, uh, yeah. Circle, Fairfax, come Virginia. Out if you're uh, in the immediate area and would like to see us live.
1: Or if you'd like to be in the studio audience, you're always welcome, Thursdays, Eastern, 830, Yes.
0: Let us know if you'd like to dangle the duck as well. So we're always looking for good danglers. Always. Yeah. We talk to people in the public about, hey, would you like to dangle?
1: We've had duck danglers recognized.
0: Yes. You were
1: dangling in the duck on telepathic TV, weren't you?
0: Yes. We've mm-hmm. had people make small fortunes by betting their friends that they would not be <laughs> <have> seen <back. laughs>